Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are live. We are in full effect right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome. Welcome ahead. Y'all know we like to stay ahead around here, and that's what we're about to do now. I'm going to catch y'all up to, I'm going to get y'all up to speed between now and at least next Wednesday, but we are going to highlight the Taurus Lunar Eclipse on November the 19th, which will be next Friday, okay, at 2.57 a.m. So essentially the the night of the 18th, early rising or overnight on the 19th, okay, which is Friday. So, wow, so much. We, um, we caught up about Astro World on the Lunar Lounge, and we also got to chat about uh, the lunations this week. We had the crescent moon in Capricorn. Now the moon is in Aquarius. And tomorrow we have the uh, quarter moon in Aquarius. It's exact at 6.46 a.m. Central. Okay, so the moon's already there. Like I said in the lunar lounge, the moon went into Aquarius yesterday, so um, last night. So likely you've already begun experiencing um, the quarter moon in Aquarius impacts and effects. What could that be playing out and looking like um, or showing up as uh, just uh, uh, Aquarius themes, the unexpected. Hold on, I'm doing a quick sound check, y'all. Yay! Um, Aquarius themes, like things coming out of nowhere, the unexpected. I got some news today, and I was just like, wait, what? (laughs) I didn't see that one coming. But whatever is popping up that we didn't see coming, the unexpected, the breakthroughs, the breakdowns, the breakups, it is occurring this week. I already gave you all a heads up in the Lunar Lounge about it. Just doing a quick recap before we dig into this eclipse energy. It's popping up, it's breaking through, it's breaking down, it's breaking up in order to help us to make a shift, make some necessary adjustments, turn some corners we've been needing to turn. So um, the, the, in the strongest energy this week, I already mentioned it in the Lunar Lounge, is this Saturnian energy, the Capricorn 
a, a crescent moon ruled by Saturn. This this um, quarter moon tomorrow, early rising tomorrow, in Aquarius ruled by Saturn. And then you can see in the slideshow if you're on the Blog Talk Radio, uh, BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Inner Peace Lighthouse website. Then you'll see in the slideshow, and remember, y'all, you can you can click through the slideshow. You don't have to sit and wait for it. There's um, arrows on either side to go backwards or forwards. But I put an image in there regarding 1111 and the numerology of it all. And, yes, I see it now. And I loved it because I saw a lot of breakdowns on images that broke down the number four and 1111, but none satisfied me like the ones that I put in the slideshow because they – spoke to uh, the Saturnian energy I was already speaking on is simply being confirmed. So we've got, we've got this week, in one week, we've got the Saturnian energy of the crescent moon, one of the eight major moon phases. We've got the Saturnian energy of the um, quarter moon in Aquarius, a second of the eight moon phases. And we've got this number four Saturnian energy by way of this 1111 portal that's popping off tomorrow. I, I was out. I, I, this eclipse energy, <laughs> y'all, it's draining me. I already feel everything. Like, we already know that. But then with this eclipse energy looming, I'm a whole woman, you know, the lunar energy, lunar lounge. Oh my goodness! Monthly, monthly cycles, lunar cycles—like it, it's been real. It's been real, real. And I wasn't even going to broadcast tonight. I was like, no, I'm too sleepy. Yesterday, I wanted to broadcast. I could not fight the sleep. I just, I'm needing more sleep right now. So I just wanted to mention that as well because I want y'all to, especially with the Saturnian energy confirming itself over and over, three different ways: two, two by way of these lunations. And one by way of this 1111 portal, which is four. Add up 1111. One, 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 one. And you get four. I know everybody doesn't do numerology that way, but many of us do. So we're going to look at it from that standpoint. And it just so happens to line up directly, number four, with Saturn. And other people will tell you Saturn's another number. That's fine. You'll, you'll hear when I break down the aspects that, coincide with this Taurus lunar eclipse, you, you'll understand why you're seeing a lot more people, people that had never previously, you've never heard them say anything about the occult, about anything metaphysical, about anything spiritual, you know, but probably religious, but not spiritual. And the, and that energy is going to be re- it's really prevalent now. That was the point of me um, putting the byline that I put for today's broadcast, like we are already, let me help you, we're already in eclipse energy. We're not waiting till November 19th. The 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 planetary bodies aren't waiting till November 19th, like with the um with an alarm clock, <laughs> like oh. We'll, we'll wait till November 19th to start impacting people's psychology and their energy. <laughs> no. <laughs> so let's jump in here today, y'all, and dig into this um, astro, this cosmic tea. Oh, who was that? that just, Chris Brown is coming out with a cereal called Cosmic. Oh, cereal. We're not going to. 
astro world, cosmic serial. I'm not that. That's what I'm saying. People y'all have never heard talk about anything astrological or anything like that. They're, I don't know if they're, I, if I had to guess, I would say they're not consciously doing it. They're not consciously aware, but they're being led, guided, inspired, influenced, energetically, spiritually to do to do these things. And that portal, this energy is getting more intense and stronger. Um, they've been saying uh, it's been being said and discussed in spiritual circles that, you know, the veil is thin. They've been talking about that since before All Hallows' Eve, right? So, and Dia de los Muertos. So, this is a very spiritually sensitive time, not to mention because it is eclipse season, that brings the nodes of destiny into play. That's what makes these lunations eclipse. We have lunations every month, and they're not eclipses. This month, one of them is. Next month, at the beginning of December, one of them is. That means the nodes are involved. That means destiny and fate is involved. That means this is a very sensitive time where we need to be focused. Focus on our vibration. People get all, oh, it's eclipse season. What's going to happen? What am I supposed to do? I don't understand. But they, but they sit and they're apprehensive, and I'm not making fun of them. What I'm saying is I'm describing the energy. That's why I had to do it like that. They get apprehensive, and I can feel a little bit of it too, like I'm not immune from it. But there's this apprehension that comes from not knowing what's coming around the corner, especially when, like this quarter moon in Aquarius this week, leading up to the eclipses, you know, is, is, is impacting us. And there's an added measure of uncertainty, not knowing what to expect feeling like when's the other shoe going to drop, feeling like when's something going to come around the corner and just jump out at me because I can feel it that something's coming. And that's why I'm expressing to you now best thing you can do for yourself and everyone connected to you is to keep your vibration as high as possible. This is the, a really great time to drink a lot of water. Let me take a sip on that note. It's a really great time to cleanse your system. I know a couple of people that are doing fast right now, right? Because this is what keeps your energy, your energetic field, your aura clean, the water, eating as much fruit and vegetable. <laughs> Y'all just ought to see me eat some fruit, especially some fruit. I love fruit, juicy fruit. But, you know, Get, especially what I'm about to explain to y'all about these transits and aspects, like I said, it's, it's, eclipses are already intense energy. And then by way of these aspects to the Taurus lunar eclipse, added intensity and extremeness, added uh, 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 today. Today we've got, uh, not today, well, Uranus, uh, Aquarius is ruled by Uranus and the moon's in Aquarius today. So, yeah, today, Uranus energy, profound and predominant. Tomorrow, Uranus energy by way of this Aquarius moon, profound and dominant. There's still some lingering, uh, there's still some lingering Aquarius energy on Friday the 12th, but not for long, just for a couple of hours before the moon 
moves into Pisces on the 13th, Saturday. More Aquarius energy being activated by Mercury in Scorpio opposing Uranus in Taurus. So this, what I'm, I'm mentioning that because it's not like it's going anywhere. Uranus was a major player in the um, Scorpio New Moon season we're going to be, we're in and going to be in until the Sagittarius New Moon. So there's a lot of, the, of this uh, Uranus, Aquarius, this unexpected, and what that can do is it can cause tension and anxiety. Uh, I don't know what's coming. Uh, and you, you just wear your little stuff out. Your vibration will be lowered that way. So that's not a good plan, <laughs> just to worry and wonder and and be like anticipating this divine, no, it wouldn't be divine, but this chance to freak out. No, that's not it. When Uranus is hev- heavy like it is right now, Aquarius moon, today, when Uranus energy is prevalent, that's when that nervous system, right, the nervous, the anxiety, the tension, that's when we got, have to tap into what I was saying in the Lunar Lounge on Monday. This earth energy, that's the energy that's going to ground us. Guess what? Number four is earth. Number four is Saturn, For, for here, as far as we're concerned here. I put in the slideshow a, 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 a breakdown of the numerology of number four. All these earthy keywords, solid, stable, traditional, secure or security, Planner or planning, manager or managing, calm, practical, serious, enduring or lasting, right? This is the energy that's not only going to save us in this season of eclipses and, and, and this time leading up to them and shortly after, but certainly um, under, uh, what was I saying, the eclipse, Oh, but just period. Like I like I mentioned on the Lunar Lounge, this is these are messages we've been getting for some time now as far as the Growing Mama's Babies Nation are concerned. But I'm sharing it here with y'all now, and it's coming up now for a reason. This Taurus eclipse that I'm about to break down for y'all is Earth. Ding, 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 ding. So tapping into this earthy, grounded, stable, solid, calm energy is what's being called of, of us right now. Even it, I'm, if y'all knew what was going on with me over here in my private business, y'all would be like, how are you okay right now? Because it's, it, it's everything that Uranus is, that I've been describing, just the erratic energy and the, 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 the impulses, the out of nowhere. This is like, Uranus is like lightning. <laughs> you don't know. You can, hit, you can hear the thunder and all this stuff, but who knows where lightning and when lightning is going to strike. You don't. And if you're sitting here in a storm, just waiting, hoping, and praying not to get struck by lightning, you know, it's a lot of wasted time and energy that could be more productively and constructively put into manifesting. Manifesting right now is more based on not, okay, I'm doing these rituals and I'm putting this together and I'm lining this up and I'm writing this down per se. I'm not saying don't do that. What I'm saying is eclipses mean something's being eclipsed out. 
right? So after December the 4th, it is easy to consider, and I'm opening up the chat now, guys. I apologize. I keep, instead of doing it at the very beginning of the show, I've broadcast, I've been doing it here a few minutes in, so I apologize that it's coming up now. Uh, There we go. So, but this is just very critical right now that we put our productive and constructive energy into what's being eclipsed out. Hey, even in my scenario, what if we're, what if I'm thinking, you know, that certain people relationships and all that is being eclipsed out, but really spirit wants a, a, a mindset of mine to be eclipsed out that could end up positively impacting the relationship, right? I don't care if it's eclipses. I don't care what's going on. Make it personal. Instead of looking at other people, all these lunations are about our relationships, period. The sun and the moon, men and women, mom and dad, male and female, uh, 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 our public responsibility, our private at home responsibility, right? And life. So this is th- that type of lunar, lunar energy, these m- major eight moon phases that happen every month. These two particular lunations coming up on November the 19th and December the 4th are going to really call on us in even more extreme ways. And when that happens, it's best for us not to project that out onto other people. If you're feeling frustrated right now, go within. You will probably get a lot closer to manifesting what you want if you look within. Are you solid and stable within before you are criticizing or judging or even misjudging someone thinking that it's them? Are you being practical and taking these things seriously and practicing being calm, all these earthy things, calm, steady, stable, uh, uh, secure? That, that way, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it because I know that if we were all doing it, we would not have nothing, nothing, none of the current issues in our life would exist. <laughs> So we're all in this together being gifted and given a divine opportunity to get there. This eclipse season is coming along, especially with the Taurus energy, more earth, like I mentioned, is coming along to help stabilize us. Maybe with Astro World happening, you know, that would, and, and just not just it by itself, but just, the whole celebrity worship and all this other stuff, it's like, but what about us? Are you so invested in these celebrities because you need, you need to believe that their life is so perfect and so grand and so great and they're just so rich and they don't barely have any problems because they have all this money and they have all this fame and success. And then you look at people like... Um, uh, what's his name, Miguel and his wife and, and, and Will and Jada and, you know, um, uh, Safari and Erica and, and Kylie and Travis. Like, it's not what you think. 
So what if certain things are happening external to us that are here to lead us right back to ourselves and call on ourselves to, to supply what we're asking of others, what we're putting on others, what we're making their responsibility, acting like a <laughs> – Acting like a celebrity done disappointed us. Like, dude, they don't have no obligation to you. They don't have a responsibility to you. They have a responsibility to who? Cuts them their check. And they have a responsibility to themselves and whoever their higher power is. So let us dig in a little bit. And while I'm talking about some of these um, aspects that are going to be, that are already impacting us from the Taurus um, uh, uh, lunar eclipse coming up on November 19th, which is Friday. I have to keep looking. Can't help it. Oh, that's one of the things we're going to talk about, (laughs) y'all. I have to keep looking. Spoken spoken like someone who is truly being impacted by uh, these lunar energies. It must be time to just mention it because it keeps coming up already. Pluto, y'all, the tightest aspect at the Taurus lunar eclipse is a trine from the moon to Pluto, which is easy, effortless, harmonious aspect, but it's not always pretty because sometimes that easy aspect makes it even easier for some old other stuff to go down. So don't just let the trine fool you like, oh, it's a trine. It's going to be lovely. Oh, it's going to be a gift. (laughs) It's going to be real easy for the energy to play out, depending on what I talked about at the very beginning, again, your vibration. If you out here, I just saw an article talking about how expensive, but I don't eat meat. <laughs> Every now and again, if I am out somewhere and there's like little pieces of meat and something, I'll, I'll let it ride. But I don't buy meat and bring it into my home. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 no. And if I am out and there's little pieces, of, if it's like chicken, I'll let it ride. If it's like fish, I'll let it ride. But no, no beef. Somebody, I, I ordered some grilled veggie nachos the other day. <laughs> and I got home and it had beef in it. I didn't even know what to do. I hadn't even seen beef in so long. I was like, of course, I just picked it all out. But I was, I was actually disgusted at the sight of it. But my point is, is that, if you're, if you're, see, the thing is, people don't get it typically. They don't associate their alcoholism. Let's not go all the way there to alcoholism, but they don't associate their regular consumption of alcohol with low vibration. To them, oh, I, you know, I'm a social drinker, and I just, you know, just do happy hours every day, you know, after work and or at home, whatever. But you got to look into everything is spiritual. Even what I'm about to mention, uh, uh, what is that coming up Friday? This Friday, November the 12th. Next Friday is the, the, um, the eclipse, the Taurus lunar eclipse. But this Friday, the 19th, this Friday, the 12th, there's an exact trine, another trine, y'all, an exact trine, which is a 120-degree angle from the sun in Scorpio at 20 degrees and Neptune in Pisces at 20 degrees. That's exact at 1023 on Friday rising, right? 
so there is there's energy and if it's exact on Friday, let me help you. If the sun's shining Neptune right now today, it will just be exact on Friday. So even more so, um there's just this, this energy right now of Y'all, it's probably just like what I just did. Neptune is the planet that dissolves things. And as soon as I started talking about it, I literally forgot what I was going to say. It's so much going on, y'all. That's what I'm saying. All all these people and entities that are talking about spiritual things, occult things, metaphysical things, like all this stuff is super prevalent now. And that's what I was getting into with this first uh, aspect and the tightest aspect at the Lunar eclipse in Taurus on the 19th. The moon trining Pluto is going to have us feeling, oh, that's what I was going to say, the OCD. Oh, <laughs> just the compulsion. Like I, like I checked, I think, twice or three times now, the date of the uh, the time of the eclipse on the 19th. That's the compulsiveness, like feeling like I have to do it. Why do I have to check two or three times to make sure <laughs> that I'm telling y'all right, you know? Uh, but that's, just, that's, again, spirit does this all the time. Spirit utilizes me and on this public platform to kind of expose the energy, right? Because that's that. We learn even better with visuals and pictures, and that's a moving picture of y'all being able to hear me in real time <laughs> do some old compulsive stuff. But uh, please check out astrologyking.com. Jamie Partridge runs that website, and he's got great insights and info and interpretations for um, natal chart aspects as well as transiting aspects. So I've, I've checked out his site. I've given donations to his site and everything because I just appreciate him that much for supplying a service like astrologyking.com for budding astrologers like me to, you know, compare and contrast what's coming up in my spirit and what I'm downloading and uploading with what's already out there. But Jamie mentioned as it relates to the moon trine Pluto that it can have us feeling. The moon is all about our mood, moon, mood, right, our feelings, how we feel. It also talks about family. It also talks about our support system, how we support ourselves, you know, um, uh, the familial and the familiar, what brings us comfort, what we're, what we're used to, right? So he talks about feeling more powerfully, feeling more powerfully, especially if you're a woman, you're already feeling, now I'm feeling more powerfully. Look at me, just sleepy all day, every day. Just, and the dreams, oh, we're not even going to talk about the dreams. Oh, Lord, y'all, I had a dream. I had a dream they jabbed me, y'all. I was so mad. I wanted to fight in my dream. They didn't jab me in my arm, but they jabbed me in my finger. And when I realized what happened, I wanted to clock that lady because I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, I didn't come here for that. (laughs) But um, the the message of that dream, and I'll just parlay it to y'all since I mentioned it to you, read the fine print because that's what got me caught up. I'm sitting down thinking I didn't sign the paper for one thing. They real I realized I had signed it for the jab, of course, after I got jabbed. And uh and it and it was also a message about I think I was in a pharmacy too when it happened. A message about just what I was mentioning earlier to y'all, keeping your vibration high. 
if you're eating fruits and veggies and drinking water, you're probably not, you probably have no reason to be in a pharmacy in the first place. So that there's that. But we're feeling things more powerfully, more intensely right now. Moon's trying Pluto. Pluto is the planet of intensity, of extreme things, of things that, that are really intense, right? And and also, it's the planet that governs Scorpio, the very Scorpio new moon season we're currently in. Uh, it, it talks about being transformed. Pluto and Scorpio are, are, are the transformation from, from, from death to rebirth. That's when I went all this. I wanted to get on the Lunar Lounge earlier in the week and speak on it because I wanted to challenge us to take the energy and transmute it. We can be all collectively sad, you know, Scorpio, extreme emotions. That that impacted a lot of people, a lot of people that didn't even know who Travis Scott was. I still don't know who the, who, he, who he is. Not really. But that was that impactful that people that don't, ain't never heard a Travis Scott song a day in their life, impacted by the news, impacted transforming them. It's transformed me. I don't have nothing to do with none of that. But that's the power of Pluto, and that's the power. Pluto is, governs power. That's how powerful this energy is already. That's why I'm speaking on it. Being deeply moved by something. Weren't we also deeply moved? Um, any uh, uh, re- new relationships begun around this time are going to have a karmic feel to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just got a request to do a couple's package that I do for people where I do their composite chart and break that down. I do their synastry chart for them and their partner, break that down, and then I, I, and I break it down in the form of a video presentation, unlike here on the radio broadcast where, you know, the visuals y'all get are in the slideshow. In the um, video presentations that I send as a part of, like, if you click on the link tree and you end up wanting the Eclipse, Eclipse Report special, you're going to get a video. So you're going to have moving pictures like like a YouTube video. You just get to click play, watch, and listen, right? And it's all about you. Um, but it just made me think uh, with the moon trying Pluto, any relationships begun around this, point part, uh, around this time are going to have a karmic feel to it. It's going to be very intense. It's going to be very transformative relationship. It's going to be very deep relationship if you get into a new one at this time. Um, this is a great time for psychological self-analysis. I already said that, talking about the Scorpio new moon. It's coming up again with moon trying Pluto because, once again, Pluto rules Scorpio. Um, it's favored at a time like this, which is probably why, you know, it, it just like I said, every eclipse season, I, hear, I start hearing from a whole bunch of people that want services. But I think the intensity of the moon trying to Pluto, the, the lunar eclipse trining Pluto, is adding to that because uh, 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 Jamie talks about consulting with a psychologist or an astrologer at this point being favored because Pluto is deep. I, I, have, I have Pluto in the sixth house in Libra, so it's kind of my destiny to go there with people. I had an intense conversation today, and I mean, everything came up, uh, childhood trauma, like out of nowhere. I didn't contact this person. They contacted me. Childhood trauma, 
uh, uh, other types of trauma throughout life and things like that and the breaking down of the why, you know, there's a reason why people treat you the way they do. And a lot of it ain't got nothing to do with you. Oh, that's where the psychological self-analysis comes in that a lot of people will not do. Let me help you. Let me give you some insight into that. Uh, But if you, like I said, this is a time to go within instead of externally looking at other people as like they're the problem. So uh, consulting with someone who, not just anyone, someone who can go deep with you. Pluto and Scorpio are also about purging and healing, uh, past life regression, you know, things you've been suppressing and over just coming up to the surface to be healed, to be dealt with. Uh, this also talks about profound interactions at this time with Moonshine Pluto, especially with women and family members, especially with people you've been close to, especially with people you're familiar with and who are familiar with you. You're probably that that fit the mold of, of the interact one of the interactions I had today. It was with somebody I've known for quite a while. And so, um, now, with the sun sextiling Pluto, uh, no, no, yeah, the sun will be sextiling Pluto. It's a full moon. So the, while the moon is on one side trining Pluto, the sun's on the other side sextiling Pluto. And as it relates to the sun sextiling Pluto, Jamie talks about feeling more determined to succeed, right? This is Pluto, power, passion, intensity, if feeling obsessive or compulsive, channel it into goals to be accomplished. Y'all saw me being a little OCD right there. What date was it? What time is it? Did I say it right? <laughs> oh, okay, five minutes later. Did I, did I get it? Am I sure I got it right? That kind of thing. Even um, there's a lot of that going on a couple of different ways. I'm telling y'all, I'll mention that here in a minute, but let me finish with this. Um, that's just energy, y'all. Obsessiveness, compulsiveness, it's just energy. It just wants to go somewhere and be productive. But if we're stuck in old patterns, old cycles that need to be purged, Pluto, that need to be healed, Pluto, think about images and documentaries and things you've seen with people with OCD. It's rooted in something. It's, It's deeper than just touching a doorknob handle 30 times before you can open it. It's deeper than bleach cleaning your house five times a day because you don't want any germ to ever be anywhere at any time. That's based in fear. That's, it's, that's subconscious. That's deep. That's psychological. So it's just energy, y'all. It can be redirected. Energy is not set it on the lunar lounge earlier in the week. Energy is not created nor destroyed. It only changes forms. So you're not going to cure any obsessive or compulsive tendencies by trying not to do it. Let me try not to do it. That's just like somebody who stutters. I had a bout with stuttering that came out of nowhere. All this Uranus Aquarius energy we're talking about, stuff coming out of nowhere, and then the Pluto energy, the psychological. It, I was grown and it came out of nowhere. But it was a symptom of, uh, I believe it was a symptom, a PTSD symptom. And once I 
instead of thinking, because when I would try not to, it ha- it was over the course of maybe like a week I stuttered. It was just crazy. And when I would try not to stutter, I would stutter even more, and it would get so frustrating, and it would make me emotional. Like, where, why is this happening? But when I would focus more on what I wanted to communicate, what I wanted to convey, I noticed after it was probably about after a week, it kind of just disappeared as slowly as it came on. It went away. So you'll notice stuff like that. Pluto is very spiritual, and it's water. Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, these are very spiritual energies where you're not, you may not get an earthly understanding of what's going on. It, that may elude you in the water. So don't you, you're, that's why 1111, the portal for practical, grounded, stable, secure, the routines of it all are going to help. Okay, I'm not going to focus on the fact that I'm stuttering. Let me just practice practical. Let me just practice remaining calm and get, getting out what I need to say. No matter how long it takes me, even if I stutter, keep going. Slow down and keep going. Earth, slow down. But keep going. Channel um, any compulsiveness into or obsessiveness into goals that you want to accomplish. More influential or powerful we are right now, whether we realize it or not, more magnetic, more uh, uh, persuasive, uh, 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 more even controlling, right? But we're being encouraged to use that to help others. That passion that even I was talking to somebody earlier, and I was Mercury is conjunct Mars today too. So it was, and Mars is the traditional ruler of Scorpio before Pluto was discovered. And you could just hear the passion. And I, I, I think the person knew it that I was not upset because once I re, uh, like confirmed to them, I'm really not mad. I'm really not upset. I just am really passionate about what I'm saying right now. It, they just let me make it. They didn't, they didn't act offended or anything. So that was cool. But Use that passion that we have such easy access to right now to help yourself and others. Pluto is like this. If you're all about you, <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna, you'll find out that that wasn't the way to go. That's why I'm encouraging you now. Use your powers of persuasion and control and influence to help, not to hurt, not to hinder, not to get to kick somebody under your thumb. It's not going to work. What, however, it may work because there's this easy flow of the moon to Pluto and there's this harmonious um, contact from the sun to Pluto. Even if it does, quote, unquote, work, let me help y'all understand what the next tightest aspect that the Taurus lunar eclipse is, a square to Jupiter, the very energy that governs morals, the very energy that governs judgment and judgment calls being made, the very energy that will judge you for your morals or lack thereof, either way. If, you, if you're being judged for your morals and, and you're on the right side, uh, uh, people can say what they want. You hear, as Satanism is heavy, baby. These demonic evil uh, uh, uh Spirituality ain't just light and fluffy. 
we we've seen that with the astro world stuff and and a whole bunch of other stuff. People act like they don't see and turn a blind eye to. It's every day, B. People do do low vibrational spiritual stuff every day, B. And there's also judgment. <laughs> and you also have to pay the piper. I'm sure, and I don't even want to say his name, but I'm sure, uh, oh, God. <laughs> the artist that shall not be named, not the one from Astro World, but the one from, uh, what was his thing? <laughs> 12 Play, mm, the 12 Signs. Hey, come on, 12. Him, I'm sure he thought that he, oh, I'm the biggest selling. Even now today, it's people that pledge their allegiance to him so cold, and they don't care who, what he did to who. They're going to still bump his stuff. They're going to still buy his stuff. they still going to support him. they still going to ride for him. That one of the girlfriends still going hard for him. Right? And so... It doesn't matter what we say or we think or what we feel like we ought to be able to get away with because of who we are and what we have. The piper will get paid. What you owe, uh, Scorpio and Pluto, is about debt. Y'all heard the thing about the ever grande or ever something uh, with China and the debt crisis. That's Scorpio, too. That's Pluto, too. People want their money. People want what's owed to them. They're not going to forget. You can forget. You can act like it ain't nothing. People who have been violated and had their their whatever stripped from them, right? They want their justice. So uh, uh, the last thing I wanted to say about the sun sextiling Pluto is that uh, we would have more interest in mysteries, occult, and hidden meanings. And like I said, y'all, we've seen plenty of that just here within the last uh, couple of weeks for sure, definitely the last week. Now, as far as the lunar eclipse and Taurus squaring Jupiter that I just mentioned, the planet of judgment, also the planet of abundance and good luck, all the things that typically gets noticed for abundance, good luck, well-being, um, uh, 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 morals, uh, 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 philosophy, higher education, travel, foreign, I just mentioned China, foreign, a square to Jupiter, a square, a challenging aspect to the energy that governs foreigners and foreign entities. Hmm. So um, I snatched from Jamie's site just a couple of things that resonated with me that he mentioned with um, the square Jupiter impacting all of our collective lunar eclipse in um, Taurus. Overdoing Jupiter is good. Take it from a Sagittarius. Jupiter rules Sagittarius and Pisces. <laughs> the overdoing can be an issue. Overindulging, okay? Overconfident. You're doing too much. The moodiness, our, our, the moon, our mood. Squared to Jupiter in a challenge, that's a challenging aspect. There could be conflict. We could be squaring off with just, hey, we just want to have fun, have fun. Don't overdo it. I'm telling you now, between now and probably the end of the year, this eclipse energy is going to linger. 
and I know this is the worst time to say this because it's like, oh, it's the holidays. <laughs> I just can think back to some holidays where, baby, I might have had a good three, four plates because it was going a little too hard and I didn't want it to end. <laughs> um, my my solar return, my birthday is during this time. I'm a whole Sag right up right after Scorpio is Sag, and and you know. But uh, this is not that that I'm what I'm what I'm saying is this: you can do what you want. There's a square to Jupiter going on, so there might be some challenges that you incur or encounter as a direct result of overdoing something. When it comes to food, when it comes to alcohol, when it comes to shopping, when it comes to gambling, when it comes to addictions like drugs. There's a high potential of overdoing or overdosing. And the thing is, it could this time around, you can, you know, get, oh, I got too drunk and I passed out. Like, oh, I didn't mean to get that drunk. I, it got a, my, my drinking got away from me that night, right? Fine. But this time around, it could come with some embarrassing or scandalous consequences. You may drink all the time. And during this eclipse season, there may be some consequences you don't normally encounter, okay? Uh, it was one of those celebrities and their child. They were, the child was doing a live, and the, uh, the child had gotten food poisoning uh, over the uh, All Hallows Eve holiday. And so the, the they were saying, oh, it was probably the McDonald's that they ate that day, which, of course, <laughs> of course McDonald's gave you food poisoning. But they were also saying that it could have been the candy or whatnot. That's what I'm saying. This this this, this person, they must, oh, yeah, because the little child said that McDonald's is their favorite food. Y'all wanted to cry when I heard them say that. Oh, my God, who is out here letting these babies have McDonald's as their favorite food. Okay, that's a whole other episode, y'all. Let me keep on track. But uh, the baby said that McDonald's is their favorite food, so that means they eat it regularly. And Halloween's every year, and I'm sure they eat candy regularly, even when it's not Halloween. But for whatever reason, you see, because even at All Hallows' Eve, Dia de los Muertos, this eclipse energy was already in, in in effect then. So that's what I'm telling you. You can do something you normally do. But if it's of a low vibration, McDonald's. If it's of a low vibration, sugar, that is not doing anything beneficial inside of your body at all, ever. If it's not a natural sugar, it could have a, a serious impact on you at this time. So that's what I'm saying. Do what you want to do. You can do what you typically and normally do. Oh, I, get, I get drunk every weekend. I can do what I want. I'm grown. I'm over 21. I'm legal. Do what you want. Don't say Mama Dada didn't mention that this time around, it could have some low vibrational or challenging consequences to it. I'm going to pull a, car, a moonology card one day, y'all. Hold on. So overindulging, watch out for that. A tendency to lower our standards in relationships with the moon square Jupiter. 
because we just want to do some stuff, <laughs> and we just want to overdo some stuff at that. And so um, we may be willing to settle for less just to get it done, just so we can overdo it. We just want to party. We just want to drink. So then you oh, out here linking up with some strangers that you've never met because you want to drink that bad. So now you're drunk around strangers, and something could pop off. So watch your standards. Make your decisions while you're sober and and well, I'm just saying this the the key with this square to Jupiter is the temperate. Saturn is the helper. Here's Saturn coming up again. Here's this earth energy coming up again. The practicality, the stability, taking things seriously. It's not a joke. I'm sure these Astro World attendees are like, oh, I'm just going. I'm going to a concert. We're going to rage. Oh, my God. Ah! Astro World. I just wanted to cry right then because you don't think that it's going to be that deep. That's how people talk to me. Oh, it's not that deep. You're taking things too seriously, number four in Saturn, serious. You're taking things too seriously. But if it saves a life, if it saves the lives of many, then fine. You can label me whatever you like. But there's a time and a place for everything. And if I'm telling y'all that this, it's just a month and a half of your life. To, to, it's just one season of your life. And I know, like I said, it's the holidays. That's the very thing you want to do. Birthday season, turn up, turn out. This year, just use a little extra precaution. Moderate it. Do what you do. Just don't overdo, okay? Um, This is a good opportunity to channel this desire because the desire is going to be there. That's what I'm saying. Don't not do what you want to do because that's just going to breed this intensity. I already told you all about the the trine and the sextile to Pluto. That's just going to breed this more intense passion and desire. This guy on the radio, (laughs) he literally just said passion. (laughs) That's going to breed even more of a passion to do these deep psychological things that we want to do anyway. So I am in no way encouraging you to repress, suppress the desires for whatever. I am encouraging you to keep your wits about you. Don't go, don't go crazy. If you meet somebody new, let me help you. People that you meet new right now, like I just said, with the Pluto contact, it could, it could be very karmic. It could be a karmic relationship, a karmic lesson. That doesn't always necessarily mean something a little vibrational and bad, but the potential is there. So once again, meet somebody new right now, uh, the Pluto energy is strong. You're probably going to want to have sex with them. And if you start to have sex with them, you're probably not going to want to stop. Once again, the Saturn energy has is coming right now for a reason, this Earth energy. Slow down. I'm about to pull a monogamy card right now because I just, I can't take it anymore. A fiery climax approaches. <laughs> Full moon, baby. That's the fiery climax that's approaching, the very Taurus lunar eclipse I'm talking about. 
And because the fiery climax is approaching, you, you don't, it, it's the full moon in Aries card. You don't have to rush Aries. Aries is already impatient and at the front of the line. So go at your pace. Don't try to keep up with anybody. Don't try to even keep up with where you thought you should be. Well, I said this time last year that I was going to be this and that, and let me hurry up and do this, and let me cut corners, and let me manipulate low vibrational Pluto, control, uh, uh, play game, mind games, and, and try to get my way. It's going to backfire. This is the season for it to backfire. Full moon in Aries. Be kind. Smile and be polite as you navigate to where you want to be. Being assertive is good. Just don't ride roughshod over anyone. What did I just say? Aries is ruled by Mars. Once again, Mars ruled Scorpio before Pluto did. Pluto is Mars's higher octave. So if they're saying this about Mars, how much more so do you think about Pluto that we should be assertive but not aggressive, right? If you're in a tense situation, meditate your way to peace. Aries is ruled by Mars, the sign and the planet that governs self, selfishness as well. And sometimes there's a time to see everything. Sometimes it's time to be, be selfish. But it's also this energy where it might be best to work alone, right? Because then that way, once again, instead of trying to run roughshod over someone, if you take that same energy and put it into the goals you're endeavoring to achieve, that, once again, we're not external, we're not projecting, we're not putting on other people what spirit is asking us to look within and do. It says, don't be a baby. <laughs> Sorry, but this could be the issue, and you need to have more fun. So there's also, like, I, like with this Saturn, Saturn is the parent, the adult, the elder, the authority figure, right? The, the wise elder. So this full moon in Aries card may have also come out and the fiery climax approaching to further encourage us to grow up, to grow up, to be mature, to take things seriously, to remain calm. Only children fall out in the flow and have a tantrum and act a fool when they don't get their way. But what we can do is be slow to, slow to react. Don't react at all but slow to respond to, um, especially with this square to Jupiter. With the, with the, um, the, I was saying earlier uh, that the moon square Jupiter can talk about channeling all that Jupiterian energy where we, we would be overdoing something, putting that overabundance of energy into education, into learning, into teaching, into, you know, becoming wiser, because that's what's going to serve us going forward, not can we throw a tantrum, can we act a fool, can we clown, even earlier, like I said. And thankfully, the person understood I wasn't upset, but I was passionate. But had I been upset and hanging up and just going wild and crazy, I probably wouldn't even be broadcasting right now. I'd probably be recovering from that foolishness. So let's see. Let me pull one more card. Oh, I'm not going to play with spirit. New moon eclipse, moonology card. Expect powerful change. 
So the next new moon eclipse is going to be in Sagittarius on December the 4th. We're talking about the lunar eclipse, not the solar one, which is a full moon eclipse, not a new moon eclipse. We're talking about that. But since we actually pulled this card, it may just be speaking to the eclipse energy period, but let me mention a couple of things it says. Expect powerful change, new moon eclipse. Hey, expect that powerful change. Where is this? There it is. Um, Never mind the past, it says, life evolves every single day. Yes, yes, a thousand times yes. Whatever you're wanting wants you, it's just that right now we're having to set eclipse out some things. Maybe it's immaturity that we're eclipsing out, childish ways, irresponsibility, the very lower vibrational or the antithesis of high vibrational Saturn and Earth energy showing up that is stable and reliable, much like at this 1111 portal. That's probably why spirit literally, I'm sleepy still. Spirit wanted me to get this thing out so by the time the portal got here, We've already put our bid in for the highest vibrational manifestation we can access of what it means to walk through a portal, walk through a door, leaving the past behind. Once you walk through a portal, you think you're going back? Inside of this Scorpio new moon season, that's already talking about purging, releasing, sharing, shedding. This goes on to say, uh, New Moon Eclipse, you're being shunted towards your, I don't know what shunted means, never seen that word. Shunted, yeah. You're being shunted towards your life purpose, like I said, the, about Eclipse energy. The nodes are involved. This is a destined and faded time. You don't have to know that for it to be the truth. Whatever is happening now is happening for your highest good. Come on. This is an important turning point in your life. Do y'all see what spirit is doing with these two cards we got? A fiery climax is approaching. Whatever you're sensing, like I said at the beginning of the broadcast, something's looming, something's coming. You're right. But it just said, yes, yes, and a thousand times yes. You're right. Something big is coming. And whatever is happening now is happening for your highest good. What If you think it's bad, I'm here to tell you, you just need to raise your perspective and vibration about what it is. I was talking to that with with, uh, somebody earlier, too. What if? What if it's not the worst thing that has ever happened to you? What if it's preceding the best thing? Okay? Let's see what's at the bottom of the deck, and I'll leave the cards alone. Be bold and make the first move. That sounds like the cardinal, which is Aries. Aries is a cardinal sign. And we don't have any cardinal energy right now. The next time there will be cardinal energy is going to be when the moon is in Aries on November 14th, 15th, and a little bit on the 16th. It'll be void. Um... So maybe that's significant, November 14th, 15th, and 16th. That's a Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, right before the eclipse. Spirit is suggesting that we be bold and make the first move. Let's see why. 
and then we'll keep going. Um, I don't have much more to say, but I definitely had to get on here, sleepy or not. <laughs> Got to get done. Where is the cardinal moon? Oh, wait. Here it is. Y'all, I apologize. I hope y'all hear the little music in the back. Here it is. Cardinal Moon, I am taking charge of my destiny, nor uh, the nodes of destiny make this these lunations an eclipse. I'm taking charge of my destiny. Be bold and follow your heart and your emotions, not meaning the flighty, um, um, immature responses, not those emotions, the stable emotions, the mature emotions, the growth-oriented emotions, right? Because it goes on to say right after, avoid recklessness or moving too fast. That's immature. Only children do that because they don't know any better. They don't know that sometimes it is better to wait. A lot of times, from my adult experience, I've never really missed out by waiting unless I miss out on something low vibrational. They put out a thing today. It said that, I can't even get it out to <laughs> Okay, now there's a brothel somewhere, <laughs> and they're offering its patrons, these people that go to pay for sex legally, uh, if you get a jab before your service, you'll get, like, a bonus service. <laughs> okay, y'all. So now it's like, look, I, oh, I had, think about the people who got the jabs for nothing. Like, they didn't get any incentive. They just got the jab. And most of the people I've known that have gotten it, they got it out of fear. They were completely driven by fear when they did it. Um, and so I was just thinking, what about the people who did it for nothing or the people when they were doing the incentives like a donut uh, or the incentives like, you know, a free joint? Uh, I think that was in Washington. Uh, and, and now I guess you can get some some licky licky or sticky sticky or nicky or whatever, y'all. Lord, y'all. That's just funny to me. But it just reminded me when this said uh, avoid recklessness or moving too fast. Not, that was a horrible correlation, but just think about the people that move so fast out of fear versus waiting it out. And even, I mean, even waiting it out beyond, you know, free nookie. What is, you you know, for the people who are still waiting and still holding out and still not necessarily leaning in that direction? So that's, I'm just describing the energy because that's what we're being encouraged to do. Be bold and make the first move, but don't do it out of haste and impatience or fear. Do it out of a boldness. This is, uh, this says be bold and make the first move. Do it because you know with your everything that this is it. This is right. Yes, yes, a thousand times yes. What's happening is supposed to be happening. That level of boldness, not boldness and foolishness and foolery because you're scared and or fear. Lastly, this says about the cardinal moon, um, moonology card, come into your power. Come on, Pluto, come through. The time for action is now. And then uh, 
lastly, it's, it's, it speaks on these uh, gods and stuff. But basically, lastly, ask God for help. <laughs> See, this is speaking of this Pluto energy. This other portion on here for the Cardinal Moon, the Nazi card says, now is the time to be bold, bossy even. I was just saying about Pluto, you know, exert your power, but in ways that help people not hurt them. Take matters into your own hands, it says. Cardinal signs are powerful and self-starting. They're determined. Come on, determined. All this fixed energy we're under right now. Uh, Scorpio, Taurus, Aquarius with today's moon. All we're missing is Leo to finish it out for the fixed energy. Um, But that's the determination. They're determined. Even cardinal signs are being attributed to being determined and graded organizing. Drawing this card strongly suggests that you're going to need to be all those things to get your ideal resolution or position in the situation you're asking about or thinking about or wondering about. This card may challenge you on how strongly you really want something. Do you want it bad enough to shed, release, and let go of something that's not serving you anyway, that's not helping you get closer to your goals? Eclipses are necessarily about things being eclipsed out, whether you want them to be or not. This is, this is the type of energy where you let go or you get dragged, right? Let go or be dragged, period. You can hold on if you want to. Like I said, you can, you can overdo stuff and keep drinking your feelings and all this stuff. That's not personal. I used to drink alcohol a lot. I don't drink it at all anymore for the most part. I think I had a margarita at a Mexican restaurant like a month ago but with my meal. But, no, I don't, I don't keep alcohol in my house. I don't drink alcohol every time I go out. So it's not personal because I used to put myself to sleep with a good old homemade Pina Colada with, uh, uh, what was that rum? I used to get some kind of rum with Captain Morgan's, I think. Oh, my God. Y'all, so it's no judgment. It's just this is, this is the energy that's prevalent right now. That's not going to serve you in this season. Um, this, uh, let's see, how bad do you really want it? If you're worrying about a situation, it is a suggestion to be less passive. Worrying is passive. You're not taking being bold and making any moves. Instead, take an assertive stance, not aggressive. We, we figured that out with the full moon and Aries card. We don't want to be aggressive, but being assertive is okay. Uh, instead, take an assertive stance as you steer events where you want them to go. I wouldn't rely too much on that now. I mean, that's good to have that in mind. But there's too much conflicting energies right now where you may feel like you're, uh, you know, going against the grain, like the wind is against you instead of in your sails. So, uh, but it says, speak up for what you want. If you're serious, Saturn, number four, 1111 portal, if you're serious about sorting things out, you may need to take the lead in some way to step up as a leader. Once again, I affirm, I am taking charge of my destiny. So no matter when you draw this card, it's a sign that something new is starting and you quite possibly need to take the lead on it. So, you know, 
I'll just leave that at that because I feel like it all it just took it, it explained itself. It took care of itself. It uh, this this cardinal moon card really came along to further reemphasize the full moon and Aries card. Obviously, Aries is a cardinal sign. Let me wrap this broadcast up because we clearly will not meet the full two hours tonight. But let me wrap this up by mentioning some of the things that are going on currently that are contributing to things like I just said as far as, what did that say? Because there's a reason why I said that. Uh, Take an assertive stance as you steer events where you want them to go. Now, keep this. (laughs) Today, Mars and Mercury are squaring Saturn. And when I say stuff like today, this is happening once again. Like I said about what's coming up in a couple of days with the sun trying Neptune. The sun is trying Neptune now. It's just in a couple of days it'll be exact. Mars and Mercury are squaring Saturn now. And Mars and Mercury will be squaring Saturn a week from now. It just is exact today. After today's exactness, then it will begin to start separating. So it will start weakening and losing power, but it will still be there. So when Mars is squaring Saturn like it is today, Mars is in Scorpio at 7 degrees, and Saturn's in Aquarius at 7 degrees. Mercury is in Scorpio at 7 degrees. So, I mean, y'all, it's deep. (laughs) Mars square Saturn is really calling us on to be patient. And like I mentioned before with Mars, work alone. You don't have to worry about all that conflict if you are, what do you need to work on? Like I said, instead of projecting and externalizing, well, I want to do this. It's just the this isn't a time to try to distract yourself with other people's company, with external things, even Mercury opposing Mars. Uh, no, no, no. Mercury is opposing Uranus here on Saturday, speaking of Saturn, and the number four, the 13th. <laughs> Mercury is opposing Uranus that day. So the distraction energy is already out here. You don't have to try to distract yourself. It's here. Thinking, being challenged with Mercury, the mind opposite Uranus, uh, that nervous tension, anxiety energy I was describing earlier when we were talking about Uranus. Here on Saturday, that energy is going to be exact. Mercury in Scorpio at 12 degrees, opposite Taurus, Uranus in Taurus at 12 degrees, exact at 9.56 a.m. Central. Unexpected events, increasing tension, anxiety. Avoid making plans and negotiating business or tasks. Avoid tasks which require self-discipline, patience, and concentration. Instead, stay open to new insights because your thinking is going to be challenged. It is being even me right now. I've had a I've had a couple consoles this week already, and one of them, and just like I did on the air a few minutes ago, I just I lost what I, I completely lost what I was about to say. <laughs> I don't do that on purpose, and I had uh, responded to another astrologer online today, and I said, 
it's, it's feeling real Mercury retrograde, and I couldn't really see where it was because I'm like, yeah, Mercury's conjunct Mars today and Mercury's square Saturn, but it's something else. And true to form, it was is Mercury opposite year and it's coming up. I, I was already sensing it a couple of days ago. Like, why does it feel like a Mercury retrograde? So the Mercury retrograde suggestion um, and advice and wisdom is what I would mention about this Mercury opposite Uranus, which is happening now, but it's exact on Saturday. Listen. Listen. Listen more than you talk. That's why you got two ears and one mouth. That's going to come in handy at a time like this. Think before you speak. Think twice before you hit the send button. Reread it. That'll, that will give your mind time to slow down Saturn, Earth energy that I've been talking about all week so far. That's going to help us with these looming eclipses. So we don't have all this, like I said, something powerful is powerful change. Expect powerful change. New moon eclipse, moonology car, expect it. If you're feeling like something big is coming, it is. So because we know something big is coming, that's why we really need to heed these warnings. Listen, think before speaking. Don't argue for the sake of arguing. And if there's somebody trying to bait you into it, somebody was trying to do that to me earlier. And I was, I just refused. <laughs> you, it takes two to have an argument. It takes two to have a tug of war. If you drop the rope, there, there's no more tug of war. And um, instead, this will be a good energy, Mercury opposite Uranus, to do a puzzle, play an actual game. Your your mind just wants to be stimulated. That's all it is. They may not necessarily just be trying to, they may just be bored and don't have en- enough to focus on. And, or their thinking is being challenged. Whatever I'm saying, this is could manifesting you or people close to you, around you. This is an energy of practical jokes. Somebody may just want to pop out on you or pop up on you, right? Uh, but this is a good, you're, we're being encouraged under this energy to keep the conversation more light and fun. Because if you're trying to have serious con- conversation, concentration, you're, you're more than likely going to be disappointed right now. Even with me, <laughs> messing up on the, on the air, messing up in the consoles, I'm, t- let, keep it light. Take it easy on yourself. Take it easy on other people. This is all the sun shining Neptune may have a lot to do with it too. Like I mentioned earlier, Neptune dissolves things. So that may also have to do with the this this energy where we're like stuff is just disappearing. Like I had the thought right there and it just dissolved. But with the sun trying Neptune exact on the um the twelfth, it talks about strong beliefs a more spiritual outlook, strong faith, all these things potentially helping us to achieve success. The the way to success right now is clear. I don't care if it's Mercury opposite Uranus, Sun trying Neptune, the eclipse aspects coming up. The way to success right now is not going to be typical. It's not going to be the typical A, B, C, D, this is how you get a successful outcome. Right now, especially with sunshine, Neptune, you're going to have to take a spiritual approach. You're going to have to, Neptune is water, another water energy like Pluto. Drink your water. Do your meditations. Get your sleep and rest. 
the only reason I didn't indulge it tonight, it, which I am as soon as I get off here, <laughs> and I don't have just like a line of people. Let me check back in on the callers. Okay. So, yeah. Ooh. And got 44 minutes left, baby, with this number four energy just popping. I'm telling y'all, the 1111 portal, Saturn. So um, the 13th, was it the 13th? Yeah. When The other thing about the 13th is the moon is trining the sun at that time. Speaking of water, <laughs> the sun in Scorpio ruled by Pluto, trining the moon in Pisces. On Saturday, ruled by Neptune. That's the very inference I was just making with all this water energy prevalent. We need to tap into it on the highest vibration. Soak in the tub, steam, drink your water, eat water foods and fruits. Tap into your divine spirituality, whatever that means to you. That's the thing about Neptune. That's why I say nobody can tell you. If somebody's trying to tell you right now, do A, B, C, D, E, F, D, and then you're going to get what you're wanting. I'm here to tell you it's probably not going to work out that way this time. Just like I talked about the overdoing, this time when you overdo it, it might have some negative consequences. This time, if you're looking for now I know we've been talking about Saturn tradition, you know, the tried and the true, the things that are enduring, but there can be a balance between that Saturnian energy and Neptunian energy. It, it may not be an easy balance, but the potential is there for practical and earthy things to merge. I've said over the years, I've mentioned this plenty of times, and I've talked about that this really drives my ministry, and what I do is the practicality, Saturn, of spirituality, Neptune, or vice versa. The spirituality of very practical things. Everything we do is, I heard uh, it was Billy Carson. He was speaking the other day, and he was talking about a rock. He was talking about the phone. Everything is energy. Everything is spiritual. Everything has a spiritual component, context, correlation, correspondence to it, whether we realize that on a practical level or in a practical sense or not. Success, Saturn, can be achieved right now more easily through Neptunian, spiritual, Piscean means. Artistic, creative, music, movies, inspiration, meditation, forgiveness. Yeah, that's the spirituality of it. What if forgiving someone energetically freed you up for success? Neptune is also about acceptance and accepting things. That's how it is to talk about letting go and ending things. What if you put an end to something by merely accepting it for what it is? Like I said, with the Moonology card, everything that's happening right now is supposed to be happening. The uh, eclipse energy is destined, it's faded. What if you just, what if we just accepted that for what it is and, and, and worked with it instead of trying to fight it? I go on, I, I jot down some more notes about the sun trining Neptune on the 12th Friday. It's easier to digest, exact at 10.23 a.m. Central. It's easier to digest spiritual things now, like astrology and tarot, like these it's deeper spiritual things, music, 
You may hear a piece of music now. You've heard it a million times, and this time you hear now the deeper meaning, and it's like, oh, I never realized that's what they were saying. Any new relationships now could be of a more spiritual nature. Pre-existing ones could be more loving and spiritually bonded. So I don't care if it's relationships. I don't care what it is. And like I said, with these lunations and these eclipses, it's more, even more predominantly about our relationships, especially full moon and Aries card, cardinal moon card, especially as it pertains to us, our relationship with ourselves first. And I mean all of ourselves, higher self, lower self, shadow self, childish self, immature self. Go on and talk to your, your childish self, the part of yourself that's childish, and accept it. You know what? Sometimes I just like to be childish. Sometimes I just like to play practical jokes. Sometimes I just like to, right? But it's a time. It's Saturn is saying there's a time and place for that. We're not saying don't don't have fun. Don't do your jokes. All this stuff. Read the room is what's being channeled through me right now. Read the room. Uh, Mercury. I, I mentioned. You know. Hmm. Um, I mentioned Mars square Saturn because we could be being encouraged to work along. We're definitely being encouraged to be patient and be thorough. Hold what you got till you get what you want. This is giving me very much four of earth card. And and taking a more defensive approach. But see, this is saying be bold and make the first move, but that may be like the Saturn-Neptune thing. He's very opposite. We are talking about a Taurus lunar eclipse, after all, which is the sun opposite the moon. Saturn, you know, energy is very opposite of Neptune energy, just like being bold and making the first move is very opposite of uh, uh, taking a defensive approach. So I see with all these oppositions, and, and that's Pluto, extreme. Not it's not Libra, middle of the road. Pluto, Saturn, Scorpio is extreme. Pluto is extreme. So I think we're being shown, even on this one broadcast, so many extremes because we are being encouraged uh, to make a decision, to choose, to be bold and make that choice. That's where that's how you can be assertive without being aggressive, especially when you're not trying to. Lord over somebody, or what, like it said, run roughshod over somebody. When we're not trying to do that, we can take a more defensive approach as opposed to an offensive one. We don't have to be offensive to try to get our way. If we try that right now, it's not going to work. That's why you might need to work alone. Mercury, like Mars, also... um, Let me also mention this about Mars squaring Saturn, because if you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling blocked, especially when you're attempting to go full moon in Aries, cardinal moon, when you're wanting to stand up on the gas, I heard another astrologer say right now, it's like standing on the gas and standing on the brake at the same time. You're not going to go anywhere, and you're probably going to blow out your engine, I think. I don't know anything about cars, but I think that's what happens. Feeling like it takes more effort to complete tasks, which could lead to this, you know, very under-the-surface anger, right? Then we've got, in addition to Mars squaring Saturn, we've got Mercury squaring Saturn, where the we're being encouraged to learn how to wait. Saturn, Earth energy, been talking about it all week so far. Learn how to be patient. 
And while we wait and are, are learning to be patient, don't be thinking the worst is what this is encouraging us not to do. Getting caught up in negative thinking, thinking the worst, because we still haven't heard the final word. We still haven't heard back. We still haven't gotten that call. We still haven't heard, you know, found out what's going to happen with this or that. We don't know what's coming around the bend. In the meantime and in between time, because we know it's powerful, we're expecting powerful change. We know a fiery climax is approaching. So I think being bold and making the first move in this context uh, um, can talk about being bold about being patient, being determined to be patient. No. Until I hear back about this, I'm going to do this uh, just like with the square to Jupiter. Until I need to put my energy somewhere or I'm going to mess up, right? I'm going to be uh, obsessing. I'm going to be overindulging, trying to compensate. Well, while I wait, I'm just going to have a few drinks. <laughs> while I wait, I'm just going to, you know, have a, have a couple of new sex partners, you know, just to pass the time faster, right? So this, we're being encouraged to... Not do that. Don't, like it said with the square to Jupiter, don't lower your standards now just because you have to wait. Uh, With Mercury, square Saturn, movement is challenged due to obstacles. Travel, communication is blocked or delayed. Negative thinking, uh, uh, project revision, like I said, just kind of doing stuff over again or double-checking things. But it could also manifest as second guessing, just like me earlier. I didn't know if it was the, the second guessing or the obsessive, but, you know, did I do this? Did I say this? Am I sure? So that kind of thing is also being impacted by uh, or impacting us due to the Mercury square to Saturn. It's not advised to sign on the dotted line and um, watch yourself for being overly critical of yourself, insensitive and sarcastic. Like I said, this is just a time where you could, it's easy to either be a jerk and an a-hole <laughs> or to encounter one. That's where we're being encouraged to be patient. That's what, Even with the earth energy, not even just being patient, but the healthy boundaries, that's the four of us too. No, I'm going to keep to myself. No, I'm going to work alone. No, I'm going to hold what I got till I get what I want. No, while I'm waiting on who, whatever or whoever, I'm not going to waste time with things that I have had to lower my standards to entertain. I'm not going to do it. So lastly, um, to, uh, as far as today's aspects go, Mercury conjunct uh, Mars talks about we're being encouraged here uh, t- towards planning. There, there we go. And, and I wrote down aggressive planning. Here we go again. If you want to put your energy, this is what I've been doing lately, and I did, hadn't even, it, it, I'm just going with the flow. Like, I'm reading it now. But what I've been doing, being led to do, is, is the very, this aggressive planning. Like, oh, I'm waiting on this. When I finally get this, I'm going to do this, 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 this. Waiting on this. When this finally arrives, I'm going to do this, 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 this. I'm going to be ready, baby. That's what, that, that's, once again, the, the way to success now is not going to be, you're not going to find it in a book or online. 
There's nobody that you're not going to find nobody online telling you in order to be successful in, in, in your next relationship, in order to be successful in your career right now, you need to uh, get aggressive on the planning aspect as opposed to the doing because we're in a capitalistic society. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, there's no time for that. We got to do. We got to get done. We got to do, do, do. Sun's trying Neptune right now. Dissolving all that. <laughs> if you're going to do, do, do anything right now, practically plan. Practically get stuff lined up, set up, ready to go for when it, the green light. It's not a green light right now with all this earth energy, with all this stuff getting eclipsed out. If anything, it might be yellow, but it's probably red. And that's why we're, being, we're having to practice and learn how to be patient. Um. I put down here for Mercury aligning with Mars, debate, energetic mental work, clear and active mind, hasty, ill-considered decision, argumentative, irritable, impatient, vague. Make sure you're not using cutting words. That's why, that's why we're being encouraged to listen and think before we speak because you can't take it back. You can't unsay it, right? Be careful. Mercury doesn't just rule communication. It rules movement. Be careful where you go. If somebody invites you somewhere here between now and the end of the year, just think on it. Sleep on it. Don't give them an answer right away. Let them know. You'll let them know. You'll RSVP in the allotted time. Don't worry. And then they'll have to be patient, right? We're all having to be patient. Um, No aggressive driving. Don't aggressively drive anyway, but at a time like this, it could really, especially as a square to Saturn, Saturn's the parent, Saturn's discipline, Saturn's the maturity, you're going to learn a lesson at a time like now. Uh, eliminate wasteful activities, right? That, Like I said, we're not sitting idly by twiddling our thumbs waiting on what we're wanting. One of my last broadcasts was titled Waiting and Wondering. While we're waiting and wondering, we're not being wasteful with our time. We're not just out here sleeping with people because we're single and not in between now and whatever next stage of our life is relationally. Well, let's just sleep around. Eliminate wasteful activities. Uh, because this is talking about excited and overstimulated nervous system. It's just energy that wants somewhere to go. Mars, it wants to do something productive and constructive. That could be thwarted or blocked or challenged or delayed right now because of the, all these squares to Saturn. Uranus is squaring Saturn. Mercury and Mars are squaring Saturn. It's a T-square. It's a T-square. And so there's just, that's why this Saturn message has been so strong this week, because we're just being encouraged to do things differently this time, do things from a more mature perspective this time, do things from a a more growth-oriented and wisdom-oriented perspective this time. There's a time and season for everything, and there's plenty of time to do practical jokes and, and all that stuff, but just keep it in mind, it may come up. I think I've hit on everything between now and the next Wednesday word. Yeah. Um, Let me just mention the void moons because there is no point 
we're in a new moon cycle and season, so it's a really good time to plant seeds and, and nurture and water them, you know, plant these intentions, write them down, nurture and water them by, by um, you know, doing tasks that support your intentions, all that stuff. But when the moon is void, let me help you. Nothing is likely to come of those efforts, and we're already feeling thwarted and blocked and challenged by these squares to Saturn, this trying to Neptune, potentially um, the opposition figure in this. So uh, let me just help us all out with the, the void moon for the rest of the week. Um, tomorrow, 11-11, after 1.52 p.m. Central, there is a whole 12-hour and one-minute void moon. The moon will not be active again after um, uh, pretty much 2 p.m. tomorrow central. It will not be active again until 1.53 a.m. central when it goes into Pisces on Friday the 12th, okay? On Saturday the 13th, at the very tail end of the day, 11.40 p.m. central, uh, the moon goes void in Pisces for 10 hours and 8 minutes, so it will be active again in Aries at 9.48 a.m. Central on Sunday the 14th. And then the, uh, the last one until we meet again for the next Wednesday word will be on Tuesday rising, 9.51 a.m. The moon goes void in Aries for 10 hours and 27 minutes, and it won't be active again until... Tuesday at 8.18 p.m. Central when it goes into Taurus, okay? And then that sets it off. When the moon goes into Taurus, Tuesday night, that's it. Taurus energy is officially active at that time. The moon will be in Taurus all day next Wednesday, active. Um, And then... uh, It'll be active all day Thursday next week. Okay. It'll be active all day on Thursday the 18th, and it goes void on the 19th, the day of the full moon. Actually, oh, y'all, I'm glad I saw this before I logged off. The moon being full at 2.57 a.m. Central is the very aspect that sends the moon into void status. So even more so, y'all, even more so when I'm talking about things being eclipsed out, oh, yeah. The moon goes, the the moon is full at 2.57. It also goes void at that time for five hours and 36 minutes, and it will be active at 8.33 a.m. on Friday, okay, in Gemini. So that's why I'm I'm glad I mentioned that to y'all because, Whatever you're wanting to eclipse out under this Taurus energy of being resourceful, you know, and practical, does it make sense for me to keep this in my life? Is it beneficial? Taurus is ruled by Venus, one of the benefics. Is it beneficial? Not in a, you know, greedy, low vibrational, is it going to make me money? Is it going to, no. I mean beneficial to your soul. We're talking destiny here with these eclipses. Is it going to be beneficial to your life 19 years from now when we're having another set of Scorpio Taurus eclipses? Yes or no? Is it going to be beneficial a year from now, right? So I'm glad I saw that because I can mention to you all now November 16th, 8.18 p.m. Central, Tuesday, the moon goes into 
Taurus and it's active Wednesday, the 17th, the moon is active in Taurus. Thursday, the 18th, the moon is active in Taurus, but it goes void at the full moon in Taurus. So whatever you're wanting to do, ritual-wise, whatever you're wanting to do, do it while the moon is active in Taurus. Don't do it at 2.57, between 2.57 and 8.33 a.m., which likely nobody would be anyway. But if somebody may say, oh, the full moon on Tuesday, I'll do it on Tuesday. Likely, by the time you get going, 8.33 a.m. and after, the moon will be in Gemini anyway. So whatever you're going to do for the full moon in Taurus eclipse, do it Thursday the 18th when the moon is active all day in Taurus. Do it Wednesday the 17th when the moon is active all day in Taurus. Do it, I probably wouldn't do it um, Tuesday night, but you could after 8.18 when the moon is active in Taurus. So, yeah, I think that's all Spirit has for me to deliver tonight. Um, I'll be back. I'll be back. I really want to do the Sunday, uh, Saturday and Sunday free reads this Sunday. That's the goal. And, um, oh, and just thank y'all to everybody who has clicked the link tree and clicked the money symbol and donated, to everybody that's clicked the link tree and clicked the button to order your Eclipse report, People that have just clicked the email icon button and sent me a message. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate all the listeners. I I can see it on the back end. Uh, Everybody who listens after it's recorded or listens live, I appreciate it. I appreciate you following me on social media. You'll see in the link tree, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, right? And, yeah, y'all staying connected to me means everything. It keeps me going. It keeps me fired up and motivated to keep delineating and delivering these messages that help us get a gauge on the energies so we can choose. How many people do you think even know this? And they're just, I wonder what's going to happen. I'm wondering why I'm feeling like this. I wonder. So to know, to be forearmed, to be forewarned is to be forearmed, Aries, full moon and Aries, numerology card, right? So that when this fiery climax does approach, we can meet it with preparation because we've been planning. We've been aggressively planning because it, because we've been working alone more and being more patient with the weights and the delays and the obstacles. So I'm just happy to be here, to be of service. I've been doing this for years. It's my divine pleasure. I'm going to keep going. I'm never going to stop. And with that, I will see y'all on the next broadcast right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Peace.